0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Talented Human podcast. This is your host, Jay Flores. I am super thrilled about today's guest on the podcast. It is a really good friend of mine who I met last year and who randomly became someone very, very important in my life because her energy, her, her positivity, and her, and the way that she looks at things um, it's, it's extremely inspiring. Um, she, she's, she spent two and a half years working on a project for herself and, and was presented with a life-changing opportunity to join a team of people uh, who are heroes to her, who are um, people who inspire her uh, in the entrepreneur world. And um, she had to make that big decision of saying, do i continue what i've been working on or do i um do i join this and and take a risk on myself um and it's part of her um um non-linear uh mentality and and, and way of looking at life so i actually i am i'm thrilled to introduce her to you guys her name is amanda McCrae. she is Today, living in Atlanta, Georgia, originally from New York, and she is part of uh, a team of people working with Jesse Isler and Sarah Blakely in Atlanta. These so are people that are heroes to her, these sort are of very, very successful people. And, and she got an opportunity because she, she's built the life that she wants, and she's done the things that she wants to do. And at a, at a very young age, She is right now one of the most inspiring people that young people need to be listening to and and talking about because I believe the sky's the limit for Amanda McCray. With that being said, I want to bring on Amanda back into the show and and, uh, get started. How are you, Amanda?
1: Jay, thank you for that introduction. I remember the first time I met you with Finn in the city last year and it was it it was it was a connection we definitely have this creative mindset and I really resonated with a lot of our conversations and it's a friendship that I've cherished ever since so thank you for the introduction and I'm so grateful to be on your podcast
0: well I am like I said thrilled to have you um what i said before it's, it's it's literally like when i met you it was almost life-changing because wow. you meet people in the world um i've been traveling for the past uh, almost 10 months now and and it's it's become very clear to me that there are people that you meet that have an impact in our in in, in your life um and everyone has an impact but there's people that have Life-changing impact. It's like when you have really good food that changes your mm-hmm. life. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like if you go to New Orleans and you eat, that's life-changing food. <laughs> so when I met you, I was like, okay, well, this is someone that just an like, immediate energy vibe of positivity and just it's almost like like carefree and and like well, you know what? I just love life and yeah this is what i am about like if if anyone asks me you know describe amanda and like she loves life she loves living and she is the person that like I mean, I mean i'm looking at you people can't see you but it's always smiling like i can only be yeah. you crying with a smile <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like i can see that happening like like your sadness still has a smile so um mm-hmm. But that's that's part of like the energy and, and 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 the way that you always see the positive side of things. Like that was one of the things that I always saw um in you. And like even before we were introduced, I remember you were recording a LinkedIn video with Finn. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing in the in the background because I arrived to to meet with Finn and and you're just standing there and, and you're making this video and and, and you're nervous and, and you tell Finn, I think something along the lines of like, well yes this is this was uncomfortable but i'm happy i did it yeah so so yeah that's uh that's my impression for everyone to you know um it's like when i talk to amanda it's like when i'm talking to someone famous it's like uh, oh
1: my god you know what?
0: What? yeah i just <laughs> have a, a very so high, high level of respect and, and admiration for you
1: thank you i appreciate that I like, I like what you said, how Amanda loves life. Like I really do. And I think it comes down to just being present, like trying to be mindful of being present in every moment you're in, because when you're truly there with the people you're with or with nature or whatever you're doing, it's hard not to enjoy those things. Like to me, life is for conversation and connection and finding the things that make you happy. And I, I've seen a few quotes lately talking about, um, you see like where you put your energy or if like you decide that you want to see more yellow cars now you're going to see more yellow cars because you're open to it so if like you put your energy in places where you like strive to be or about being present about being happy it's just going to start becoming natural over time and I, I just found that as like a mechanism for happiness for myself um but you know some my tears can get ugly. Everyone has a good ugly cry. But I do try to look on the positive side and yeah, it's something I'm mindful of.
0: Yeah, I I I, I love because um the uh the thing about you is that you,
1: you're
0: you're twenty-one, twenty-two, still twenty-one? 22? Twenty-one, yeah. Yeah, still twenty-one. Baby. And uh Still
1: twenty one. <laughs>
0: Um, and, it, and it's it's this thing where like you don't meet a lot of people your age who understand the value of happiness,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and even people uh, your age that are actually creating and doing things and, and building a life for themselves and understand what they want to get out in life, they see happiness as this as this like almost forbidden thing. Like, well, should I really strive for happiness? So, like, or or should I strive mm-hmm. for like success and money? And, and and that's one thing, and this is one of the reasons why I kind of wanted to bring you onto, onto the show and talk to you about this thing, because our our mental health and our mental state can be affected both positively and negatively by by success and by and by our own ambitions. And and I think those who understand that the things that we're doing are we have to do because, well, not only are they going to give us an opportunity to have a better life, but they're also going to give us an opportunity to live a happier life, to be a, a, a better, happier version of ourselves. And, mm-hmm. and and I think like a good combination, a good balance uh, of that combined with our ambition, or drive, it's very important to, yeah. to make sure that, that when we talk about our why, our reasoning for doing what we do there's also we're, we're, we're taught that and you know in entrepreneurship we're taught that you have to have a you have to know your why
1: mm-hmm.
0: well i um i recently like as of yesterday or the day before yesterday when i landed here in cape town met this guy who was my uber driver his name is john i posted an article on LinkedIn, that i you to read and um, mm-hmm. um what, what john reminded me of in our conversation was yes we need to have a why but we also need to understand why we want to be happy and why our happiness is important to us Mm-hmm. Um, you can't strive to be happy without understanding why you want to be happy, mm-hmm. and so having a why for both is a, is a very important thing. And I think you understand that very well. You understand why you want to be happy. You understand why it's important to to treat people in a certain way, to do things in a certain way, to actually be happy. And and I just. I wanted to like dive into this because there's a lot of like people out there that find themselves in a dark cloud Mm -hmm. Uh, like I'm doing all this work, but is it worth it? I'm doing this because I know I have to do this because Well, the economy has changed uh, the world is changing and if I don't take action and do something for myself I'm not going to have the the opportunities that you know other people got traditionally in the past and 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 people that are developing their talents and people that are you know, just trying to, to create and build things for themselves sometimes can find a little bit of, of self-doubt. Um, and that's why I kind of wanted to focus the conversation with you, because with other people that I've talked on the show, we've, we've spoken about, about um, how society and, and the people around us affect us, but how do we affect ourselves? That's mm-hmm. the part, because I, I feel that you understand how you and your decisions, and you actually made uh, made a life changing decision recently, um, to 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 take a risk on yourself and to and to battle your own um, own demons and say, okay, well, why am I doing this? Is it the right, yeah. like, am I taking a risk? Am I like taking a leap of faith on myself, or am I making a mistake? You have to like, you have to had that moment I remember when you first told us about the opportunity that presented to you you were like well, what do I do <laughs> yeah and, and that was um, that was a moment where I kind of felt like well I don't know like <laughs> I yeah to tell you. go for but, it maybe
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: like I mean trust in your instinct um and and I kind of want you to, to dive in a little bit on that with, with me and, and talk a little bit about that process and how that went for you
1: Yeah, I would love to. So, I mean, there's so much that I could say off of what you just said. Um, I agree that, you know, it's so great to have ambition and do this and do that. and, And I really respect people who have that hustle and grind of just nonstop, like, making their ideas come to life, closing deals, all of those things that I look up to in business. I also know that I am just, I always optimize for happiness, like you said. And it's something that I've always done. So let's say like, even when I was younger, everybody would be hanging out and like going to the same places. And and for me, like if it wasn't making me feel fulfilled, I would more so like to be by myself and like sit and like journal, like if I, I went through a period of time where I was like, okay, well, who am I? And it was a period of like five, six months of like where I would like sit and journal like, okay, well, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Well, how does that make me feel? Like, it's just what I like to do that stuff for fun. Like I really like personal development and I like journaling and and seeing like where I started and where I am now. So I think through this process of like, focusing on reflection for the past couple of years it's really it's really incredible because you're able to see benchmarks in your own life and see how much you've grown so like I think if more people are were willing to celebrate themselves and their achievements and I don't mean like I'm not talking about necessarily benchmarks and numbers or anything like that or money Like, really, like, the amount of people I've been able to bring in my life. The amount of incredible scenarios I've been able to bring in my life. Or just, like, being happy and being mindful that, like, hey, I've been working out a lot lately, and, like, that's something I'm doing for myself. Um, So happiness is important. because You have to know what you want. And if you don't optimize for happiness for yourself, it's easy to try and find that in other things by showing up to things you don't really want to go, but you're hoping it'll make you feel good or getting that job that you think that'll be great for you because it'll just be like a placeholder, but eh, it's pretty good. So you're going to stay. And like, I'm also young, I'm 21 and I, I have a lot more to experience in life and a lot to learn. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that I totally have it down at all. I'm just pulling from what I've done so far. Um, But I think that it comes from knowing yourself enough. Like you said, asking yourself, well, yeah, I want happiness, but why do I want happiness? And once you figure out that why, and you commit to this like vision you have of who you are, who you want to surround yourself with, what kind of friends do you want to have? Like what kind of, brands do you want to work with what kind of people do you want to work with that like once you have the clear direction it's just you start chipping away at like oh well this person let me reach out to this person and see if they need my help oh oh that's that's a cool event like let me see if I could volunteer because maybe I can't afford to buy it but I would love to help out and like be a part of it there's ways that you can start involving yourself in your dream scenarios or or things that will make you happy, that you then become immediately a part of it instead of just always thinking, wow, like oh, I wish that would happen to me. And I find that like that's why I do feel happy is because I'm I put myself in scenarios where I will be happy, where where I will be inspired. And like you said, when I first met you that day, I was recording that LinkedIn video with Finn. Finn just hyped me up on LinkedIn and how beneficial LinkedIn videos are. And I knew that like, I needed that push in person because I wasn't going to go home and do it myself. I was like, all right, well, if we're going to do this, then let's do it now. And it is those moments where I feel hesitant that I know I'm like, okay, that means you should probably do this. And because I grow my comfort zone like that, I just realize that I'm capable of more than I thought.
0: Let me ask you a question. Um,
1: let's say you
0: let's say we wanted to send a message to to some young person anywhere between 15 and 20 um, or, or a young person between 15 and 40 and and they they're battling with self-doubt
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do you how do you um, what would you say to those people because I, I know that you went through uh, recently with the decisions that you made you kind of doubted yourself a little bit and you you, you have to make a life changing decision. It's like I gotta move to Atlanta. I have to I have this opportunity. I also talk about the opportunity that presented to you um, with Jesse and, and 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 what that has meant to you from like from the moment you made the decision to to change the way that you were doing things or another way but the things that you were doing to actually pursue mm-hmm. an opportunity that came out of nowhere. But that was yeah. actually, that you actually worked for so hard without even noticing because you actually <laughs> yeah. put in some work into like becoming part of that network and that um, being, you know, noticed by them, so.
1: <clears throat> yeah, okay. So I'll answer the second question first and then segue into the first one. So this opportunity that I was presented with was to work for and with Jesse Itzler, who's an incredible entrepreneur He's had multiple different projects that he's sold, like Zico Coconut Water or Marquee Jet. He's an incredible life coach now. He's um, all about like building your life resume, so creating experiences around the things you love, living out those experiences with people you love, which is like, I mean, talk about being in an environment like that pushes you to be happy. Like, I think that's also where I get it. I'm around people that. Also optimized for happiness. Anyway, um, so I was going to school to be a physician assistant about a year and a half ago and I started working on a project called Mark Your Map, which is this travel app that I was super passionate about. I'd been working on it for two and a half years. I felt that I had momentum. I was working on something I loved and it was really allowing me to like flex my creative muscle. So after taking Jesse's Build Your Life Resume course, I um, He really inspired me to take the reins of my life. And if I wanna pursue this creative project, then I need to dedicate 100% of it, of my energy to it instead of going to school, grad school. So I decided to take a leave of absence. And so I moved back home for the beginning of summer. And then I went to Jesse Itzler's book launch for his book, Living with the Monks, after taking his course and he recognized me. He's like, hey, you were the youngest one. You were so helpful to everyone. Like I told my wife about you like DM me and we'll see if we could like figure something out together. So that was huge for me. I was like, wow, this incredible man who I just took his course recognized me and like opened the door for more conversation. So I ended up sending him my life resume. So like I made a document of everything that makes me, me and said, Hey, I just took a leave of absence from school for a year. Um, I'd love to help you out in any way possible. These are my strengths. This is what I can possibly help you with. I would love to help you out in any way possible and then he offered me a job and he said how about you move to Atlanta and work for me and my wife which was that's talk about a life-changing moment one email sending and I also made a video of like his book launch and just talking to like the camera as if it was him and like that changed my life like I posted on YouTube I have like three subscribers on YouTube like who knew that one of them would end up being Jesse Itzler and Sarah Blakely, or two of them if they watched it separately. But you never know like what energy you put into something, what will come out of that. Um, So I decided like two months later, I moved to Atlanta to start working for them. And I interned for six months to kind of see what I was good at. And then now I work as the social media coordinator, content creator and community manager for Jesse and his companies. Um, which has been super exciting. Um, but I did have to also make a decision. I told you I was working on Mark Your Map, which was an app. That's what opened me up to the entrepreneurial world. I had this idea of creating a more curated version of the camera roll with, by thinking of using like a scratch-off map and a scrapbook, because I love to collage. I love traveling, and I just had photos everywhere. And it was just like something that I wanted. So I was like, hmm, maybe I can make it happen. I poured my heart and soul into it two, like two and a half years straight. So many, so much research meetings with people, money that I put into it, trial and error of like teams that I had to like put together and then break down. I was ripped off by people, but I like still had this fire to keep it going. And I also know that like, I put so much into it. So then when I started my job with Jesse and I realized like my energy for that project was tapering off, Because I just, if I put everything I have into this person who allowed me to have this opportunity, like, I felt like I had so many more resources to make that happen than trying to keep fulfilling my project where I was hitting a lot of road bumps. And it doesn't matter how many roadblocks or road bumps, whatever I just said, (laughs) um, you hit if you're passionate about it and you have this drive to keep going. But I realized I was like forcing that. keep going so anytime that i was now working on my project i would start to feel guilty because i knew that i wasn't giving it a hundred percent i knew that i spent two and a half years working so hard on it there were expectations from people like i told everyone about it i had expectations of myself that i was trying to uphold myself to and i had to make a decision like i got so i interned for six months and i got hired full-time in february so by the time January came around. I was like, all right, like this is about to get real. I'm committing full time to this job for people who I want to just kick ass for. Like, that's all I want. I want to work. I want to create. I want to do this for them. I need to let go of my project. It's not ideally where I'd want it to be, but I think I need to let it go.
0: Let me ask you a question. um, Do you see yourself going back? after a while, after you fulfill whatever it is that, that, that you're fulfilling with this uh, opportunity with Jesse and, and and the work that you're doing and, and it, that you seem to be very passionate about, which is, at the end of the day, what's important. If you're happy doing what you're doing, then, um, but do you think you you probably, maybe not directly to mark your map, but maybe maybe this opens up a, a way to, to create something even bigger, better. Do you see yourself going back to saying, okay, well, I I did what I, I, I wanted to do because I felt it, it was necessary, but how do you see yourself handling the, the potential shift and we're like, okay, well, this is enough of that. Now we need to move on and, and go back mm-hmm. to a project of my own.
1: Oh yeah. I definitely see me going back to a project of my own. Like I'm just someone who I love coming up with ideas. It's like, I'm always like, I could be in the middle of something so awesome. And I'll be like, oh my God, well, that's a good idea too. And I'll just like store it somewhere back there in my mind. Um, I don't foresee myself going back to this travel app because as time goes on, we're just coming out with more and more easier, simpler ways to do the things that I had wanted to do with my app. Um, but I love the idea of travel. I think Mark Your Map is such a fun name. You, like the stickers, I wanted to do something with the stickers where I send them to people all over the world and like they put them places. Um, but it just became, it, that was just my hobby then and it wasn't my passion. So I wanna dive 100% into my passions. But with Jesse, the incredible part of like working like with him is there's no cap on what you can or can't do. So I'm working for him, but he's also so excited to support the people that he's with. So he'll ask me, like, oh, what are you working on lately? Like, what's going on? Like, he's there to, like, push the people around him because he has that drive in himself. Um, so I'm so open to any opportunities that come my way. And I'm really looking forward to, I'm trying to, you know, this whole, like, nonlinear life that I've coined this term of just taking this non-traditional path and following your gut. I really want to turn that into something and and I'm looking to start a podcast. I'm expanding my YouTube channel, being more creating more videos and storytelling what this whole concept that if you just take a chance on yourself and know what you want, know what makes you happy, know who makes you happy and then aim for that, it's possible to get there.
0: So we are um, somewhat interconnected because of the uh, next generation network, next gen network, and uh, you've been a part of that for a while. I became a part of it because I did the uh, the the recordings and all the uh, all the behind the scenes uh, filming for the event last year, um, which was. It was my introduction to the network, and and uh, I I couldn't um, I couldn't be more thankful and proud of, of having been able to participate of that and the, the connections that I met that I made. Or like um, we have so many friends in common from that network that it, it blows my mind. Um, you share the state this year with Jesse at the conference. Yeah. What did
1: you guys talk about? Oh, yeah, it was such a surreal moment for me. Um, Next Gen is a community that I just, I love wholeheartedly. They've introduced me to my best friends, my boyfriend, so many new ideas and ways of thinking. And it's just young, ambitious people where I was like, what do you mean you guys exist? Like, (laughs) these are my soulmates. so this year I got to go on stage and do a Q and A with Jesse. He gave a keynote speech and I went on stage afterwards, to just ask him a few questions because everything he talks about in his speech about making, making a seat seat at the table for yourself. So if there's a, if there's a group of people that you want to be with, make yourself a seat. No, one's going to do it for you. You find a way to get there and offer value to those people. So they're like, Oh, Hey, let's call this person back next time. Um, So, he gives this whole great speech talking about his life experiences and what he's learned. So, afterwards, I went on stage and I asked him three questions. The first one was that in his course, he talks a lot about creating winning habits, a winning mindset, and winning routines. So, all things you can do that don't cost money, but to give you that extra edge. So, I said, Do you have what are some of these habits? that you recommend to the next geners to incorporate into their daily routines at, at this age so that they can keep that mindset throughout their life. So that that's the first question. And, I. do you want me to answer his questions or just tell you the questions I asked?
0: Uh, actually, well, I, I like to hear the answer to that question, because that's a okay. very important thing that, that I feel like our younger listeners should, should know and, and hear.
1: Yeah. So, he talked about, he's like, we don't wing it. You sit down the night before and write what you need to do the next day. And he compared it to that. He has this giant whiteboard in his office. Literally, it is his wall. His wall is his whiteboard. And he has columns of everything that he needs to do scheduled out. So you know where you're showing up. You're being on time. You're getting there on time. And you know exactly what you need to prepare. Um, he talked about. How if you introduce one new habit a month for 12 months, then it becomes a part of your routine. So let's say, like, I know that for me, New Year's resolutions, I'm going to work out. I'm going to get super toned. I'm going to read more. And like, you just enter the new year with all of these goals, right? And for me, like, they're not, I'm working on making them true habits, but I will go three, four five weeks killing it and then have one week where I'm like I'm just gonna eat this cookie and I'll go downhill and like it does it's not a concrete habit and I'll make excuses for myself so he talked about if you introduce one new habit a month so let's say in January you know I want to drink more water my goal is 64 ounces of water a day and you just work on that for 30 days then that's your routine so you enter February with that being your routine already. But now you introduce 30 minutes of exercise a day. And you end up doing that for a month while still drinking your water. And then the next one is you read for 15 minutes in the morning every day. So you gradually incorporate these things. So it becomes, it's like an unintimidating way to incorporate it into your lifestyle.
0: That is amazing. And uh, is that why you're doing the 100 Days as Sweat?
1: That's not why I'm doing the 100 Days of Sweat, okay. but um, <laughs> but that is something else that some of my friends are doing. The guys from Yes Theory, um, Amar, started the 100 Days of Sweat, and it talks about, you know, just whatever that means to you, whatever your version of sweat is, just get yourself out of bed, wherever you are, and just go work out.
0: Oh, okay, and, so and the workout work, is included, because, like, for me, I was in in bali for four months 100 days and you know i saw every day so
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> dang i'm trying would to make that, it up would
0: that, would that count um that's my 100 <laughs> days of sweat or, or is this a workout absolutely necessary
1: um you know what you may be a little in between but whatever works for you <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so i have one last question for you and um and this one is a it's an important one Have you ever been depressed? And and if you haven't, have you met anyone that that you know, like that has been through that? And and how do you what would you say to someone who's going through that to or that feels that they might be going down that path? What would you say that, that could help them go through, mm-hmm. you know, say, you know what, well, I need to? and get get my stuff together?
1: Yeah, Um, so I've never been like clinically diagnosed with depression, but of course I hit points that feel really, really low. Like I think, you know how we talk about like, Amanda's such a happy person, she's always great. Like I do ride extremely high highs for long periods of time. But when I do hit like intense, bouts of self-doubt or or um loneliness is something I like struggle with moving to this new city and not feeling like I have this community. It's it forces me to realize I have to rely on myself, which can feel really difficult. Um so I can get stuck in those places for weeks at a time. And when that happens to me, I tend to kind of like shut people out or or not a lot of it has to do with like the way that I'm eating or the way that I'm not working out. um, I'll just kind of, if one bad thing happens and I'm not in that right mindset, it'll all kind of like pile on and it is tough to pull yourself out. Um, And it's like that feeling of like giving up sometimes it's like, huh, maybe if I just lay here, it it feels better to just lay in my bed because I don't have enough energy. So, that's what I'm gonna to do today, and I really want to do that. And like oh, you before, I was like funk. yeah, so like, like it's it's re- it's recognizing like, wow, Amanda, like you're kind of just telling yourself that. Like, really, if you lay here, like, you think you're gonna get, you're gonna feel better, and it it for me, the way that I kind of help jumpstart that is getting active. It's all right. Well i'm not in any and it's listening to your body and your mind so if you're laying in bed and you're feeling depressed and you don't you can't guilt yourself to be like well i know well the thing that'll fix this if i go work out really hard but that seems impossible i can't do that right now well maybe it's just going on a walk or calling a friend that makes you feel good and sometimes i try to do two things at once so like i'll like call a friend just to have a conversation but I'll like mindlessly then like start picking up things in my room and r- randomly realize then I was like cleaning or go on a walk so that my, like I'm moving and my body's getting active and it's, it's something that you also have to know you're not alone. Everyone experiences bouts of depression and loneliness and some more intense than others. Um, but it's knowing that you're not alone and you can reach out for help because often people will help. They want to help bring you up and people that you talk to are also a mirror and a reflection of yourself. So really they're probably just telling back to you the things that you already know, but you just need a gentle reminder about yourself.
0: That is a beautiful way of putting it. And I appreciate you doing that. Um, The, the way I, I see things it's uh it's very similar to yours I I have this this mentality I you know like I always I'm an extremely positive person I mm-hmm. even when things look like at this worst I'm like oh you know what it happens so I need to get um I need to get things uh better and I I just need to like refocus and and that's when I, you know, I, I may take a walk or, or grab my camera, which, you know, I love to do and, mm-hmm. and, and go out and take photos. Um, and I, I, do, um, I do see the value in, in just like understanding that even in our loneliest, loneliest moments, we're not alone. Um, mm-hmm. You never know um, who you can talk to, who you're gonna meet. Um, even starting a conversation for me with someone at random that i don't know it's helpful because sometimes you can actually you know inadvertently let some things out to someone that doesn't have a vested interest in you and yeah it's it's easier yeah exactly so that's uh to me that's a a very important thing um i want to thank you so much for for joining me today on the podcast i think that i think our listeners are going to get a lot of value from your from your energy from your from your perspective in life and and the things that you have experienced i can't wait to to um to continue to catch up with you and to see how you um how you evolve in this in this journey that you're in Mm um i may i may buy my flight back to the u.s with a stop in atlanta just for kicks and giggles and
1: uh okay yeah
0: and uh um yeah i I actually feel that, um, I mean, you introduced me to, to Jesse's um, um, life resume thing, and I've actually been working on something kind of like that, and I eventually will, will want to show you. This whole traveling thing has kind of inspired something, and okay I'll share with you um, at some point, but, um, but yeah, I, I'd love to have had this conversation. I hope our listeners get to um, to, um, to get value from this, and... And maybe even reach out to you if they um if they have any questions or or anything because like i think like everyone that that comes in contact with you has a has a better chance i think and all the happiness and all the stuff like i mean john's a lucky man so that's all i'm gonna say
1: thank you thank you so so much no i appreciate being on your podcast it, it gives me confidence in myself, the fact that you would even ask me. So thank you for that. You're well, definitely I, inspiring a bunch of creativity. <laughs>
0: like, I, 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 there's a few people that I, you know, I had no idea I was going to talk to. And then there was a few people that I knew exactly um, I was going to have on, on the podcast. You're one of those. Um, um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to put this one you know, pretty high up in the um I, I remember my first conversation with um with Don, Don Wetrick, who's our first guest on the show so far and and that was pretty pretty intense and very good. Um I've had other people on the show um lately and I am actually excited about a conversation that's coming up and and it's it's really good. So um I can't wait to continue to share with people. I can't if you, you know, if you do launch a podcast, I can't wait to hear that because I know it's going to be great, and uh, and maybe you and I can work on getting Jesse on this on this podcast maybe for next season because I think I'm gonna I want to get um, I want to get uh, I want to get to talk to to a few people like the goal is to get Connie on the show. So
1: mm, yes, yeah, set those goals.
0: Yeah, the the the, the, uh, the goal is that. So um, I'm I'm thankful for you for your time. And uh, keep kicking ass. That's all good. Thank
1: you, about. Jay. I'm so happy to be on here. Thank you so much. I'm proud of you. Ah, proud of
0: you. And uh, let's meet somewhere in the world as well at some point.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: All right. Bye bye.
1: Okay. Bye.